There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And you had a much more stressful morning than I did today, I think. It's okay. It wasn't stressful. It was just annoying. annoying. I just had, I needed, I had to go pick my car up from the shop. And then I had to like deal with my car at the shop for a little bit before I drove it. And then I had to drive it to a tire place. And then I had to take a look back here while they're changing my tire. My car is just fucked up. Well, I just did some yoga and had 10 milligrams of CBD. Perfect. So So you had a chill morning. I had a chill morning. I decided I was not going to be as frazzled and insane as I've been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I hear you're talking like very low and slow. (laughs) (laughs) You're like like a bolognese, a human bolognese. I like that. I've been pulled back from the brink of my leftist... Um, well, you revolutionary sound- <laughs> sojourn. You sound like you're like repressing something. To be honest, no, no, no. Oh, no. I'm trying to be very cool, calm, and collected. I can tell you're trying. To uh, be. I'm all hail Queen Nancy Pelosi. Okay, all right. So you're back. I'm okay, back. so you really did. You have ricocheted <laughs> off that leftist wall right back into the center. I've been watching a lot of MSNBC. Okay, you're about Rachel Maddow, oh, Rachel Lawrence, Chris, Chris, yeah, all the Chris's. All the Chris's. I'm just happy that our country is back on track and I'm here to witness uh, neoliberalism at its finest. At its peak. At its peak. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like really like neolib versus neolib (laughs) in Washington, which it always has been. Yeah. I mean, like that's the philosophy of the country and that's just what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. But um, I am happy that he's that they're starting the impeachment inquiry. Yeah, this, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But just based on public opinion polls and the simplicity of the crimes that he has been caught up in, it seems like this might be a turning point. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that like the Mueller report was like, we heard too much about it and like they had to make too strong of a case for explaining why everything was fucked up, even though it was extremely fucked up. I think um, it was just, I think they made, I think they made too big a deal about it. Like, yeah. And it went on for so long that like and it, people just got sick of it. Yeah. And like, you know what? The, the fucking Democrats on Twitter who were like, it's Mueller time or whatever weren't, didn't help because no. they just made people exhausted and they turned it into like such a partisan issue as opposed to like, which, you know, uh, a, a, like investigating crimes committed by the president which is like a universal thing like nobody would want that like yeah. no one wants the president to com- to be a criminal except for people who voted for donald trump but like which is half the country i don't know i just i feel like now like this came right away like as soon as we found out about it we're like we're gonna impeach him like there wasn't time to do like a whole investigation and a whole thing and like we don't know yet like everybody was like okay this is fu- this isn't okay yeah uh, yeah, those uh, blue wave people on Twitter are really insufferable. The whole the, the, thing those, is you know, insufferable. Yeah. The whole yeah. stupid God, thing. I need to get off. Tw- I, I know I say this a lot. 
and it's it's completely poisoning my mind. I need to just get off. Well, the problem with Twitter is like most people don't know what they're talking about. Oh, absolutely not. But everyone has like e- is like on equal footing there. So yes, yeah, so you have like real journalists mixed with like weird like comedians and and then just like and random. like comedians who are slowly going insane and becoming which like, is everyone which I is think. all of us. But it's like everyone it turns out is crazy and stupid and everybody's just like showing their ass on there yeah and the more i feel like the more you post on twitter it means like the more sort of isolated and lonely you are in real life and so it's like the most isolated the most lonely the most crazed people are the ones who are on there the most yeah and Uh, then get like the most attention yeah um and they need it and they love it we're talking about you gunter (laughs) Jane no, Gunner. she's actually been relatively quiet lately, I think. Or she's on her book tour. Oh, yeah, she's That's on her why, very yeah. busy book tour. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know. I think she was just like shamed and silenced by Gwyneth's fucking sleeves. Oh, and she sort of went viral for a bad reason this week. Uh, there was a guy who, I guess she, because she tweeted something about how she was like going on, out on a date and her son said something like, oh, no man can handle you, mom, because you have so much sexual energy. And she like, tweeted that and then thousands of people were like this woman is gross and she has boundary issues with her son yeah no shit and then she was just like she didn't have anything to say to that which is the first time in her life that she didn't have a response for someone wait she didn't respond to it well i think because they like they just screenshotted it they didn't actually want to engage with her (laughs) so i just completely uh unrelated to my jen gunter and gwyneth obsession there was like some other part of twitter that i follow was tweeting it really like whoa this is crazy wow yeah sometimes people like jen will dip her toe into the mainstream like i'll see her pop up every once in a while in places that are unexpected because she made friends with molly jong fast the woman who whose mother is erica jong who marianne williamson was like clapping back on so now jen gunter and erica jong's daughter are like best friends because they both hate marianne williamson okay it's too complicated that is a little bit more complicated but yeah i do see her pop up occasionally with marianne williamson people and her followers going after marianne williamson's followers for sure whatever and marianne williamson is just like back to her old yeah she's she's sort of been cowed she's doing a a fundraiser in las vegas uh, it's definitely like spiraling. I the just drain. don't understand why she moved to Iowa like two years ago and then now is never there. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't think she planned this out very well. I think she was just like kind of like wanted to spread her message of love yeah. and forgiveness and book sales. No, she has good. She, she has does, a good yeah. message. Yeah, I don't think she's completely cynical. No, uh, but I love her. Let's talk about the biggest news of the day. This is Gwyneth Paltrow's forty seventh birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Queen! We love you. <laughs> you look better than ever. You look amazing. Uh, and it's yeah, her new show on Netflix, The Politician, comes out came today. out today, which uh, oh. we still haven't gotten a chance to watch. But well, I mean, it came out today. Good, yeah. It's like noon. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm behind. And we still haven't even had it gotten to watch the entire thing yet. Uh, but yeah, that's so nice of Ted Sarandos and Ryan Murphy to release the show on Gwyneth's birthday. Oh my God. What if she wants an Emmy? Uh, yeah, we have a long road to hoe before that happens, but it could be. I mean, she could when she could. The reviews are in. And they're decidedly mixed. Well, yeah, because she's so controversial and polarizing. Well, and I think Ryan Murphy is, for like, as far as like TV criticism goes, Ryan Murphy's very polarizing. Like, people either lo- love him or hate him. And I think this, because like Pose and American Crime Story were like produce, produced by Ryan Murphy, but he, had, he didn't really have much to do with the writing of it. Yeah. And this is back to like a real true real blue Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Murphy. Just like insanity. But that's what's good. Yeah, yeah. And like, if you don't like Ryan Murphy, like, do you even get anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is so great. Uh, he just like does what he like. He he just focuses on his own personal obsessions. Has Which no are, like perfectly in line with mine. Exactly. That's why yeah. I'm like, how? I mean, he's gone down to like candle vloggers. Oh on my god, his I know. Shows like he. It's like he's reading my email. It's really too bad that we've had a podcast making fun of his writing partner's wife for the past three years so he'll never hire us. But we're not us. making fun of her. We're like, I mean, I know that we are not cutting her heart. Ryan Murphy would probably agree with us about everything. Oh, I'm about sure. Ryan. Because we don't say anything bad about Gwyneth. No, we love her. We just talk shit about all the people that she works with. We just don't like the people that she works with and we don't like her critics or her supporters, but mm-hmm. we are her supporters yeah, and we, her critics. We are the only people who have the right take on Gwyneth. Which is... Which is... 
uh, a beautiful fine. angel that says some silly things, but she's still she's better than a, all of us. She's a beautiful goofball. She's yeah. like the real life um, Phoebe Buffet oh, from totally. Friends. Is that her last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so we're going to watch The Politician. Um, we might have a little surprise for our Patreon subscribers with Relating The Politician. Relating to The yeah, Politician. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll detail that yeah. after we talk about it. What After we figure out what and if we're doing anything. Yeah. Um, um, but probably will. Oh, for sure. And there's a lot of other Gwyneth news too. Yeah. Did you see the Emmys? I didn't, but I saw her. I mean, I I saw her little intro. Her little- I saw her. Uh, I saw her walk. That yeah. was. Uh, I don't understand. I guess this walk went viral. So she was in like a vintage Valentino ga- gown that didn't have like a slit in the back. Yeah. So, so it was like tight, and it like went all the way down. So like she couldn't like take long big steps yeah that was it and so she sort of walked slowly on the stage and people were like again very mixed because like when i first saw anything they were like she did this weird walk and then people were like oh she's a queen slay queen she's so graceful and then other people being like why is she so weird and walking like this and like i was like do you even know your opinion about this walk and do you even have one and why is it that like gwyneth paltrow can't like literally walk three feet without it becoming like a viral moment yeah and i i like i watched it live because i was like i mean the emmys were truly terrible like it was one of the worst award shows i've ever seen uh but i was excited to see gwyneth present best actress in a drama and i saw the whole walk in real time and i didn't think twice about it i was like oh she's sort of in a tight dress and maybe she's walking a little slow but it was not out of the ordinary yeah it's very strange no i didn't I didn't understand. I just think that like people are. Oh, and then I also during the Emmys, I was doing something like I was not paying attention, but I like it was like I kept like sort of checking Twitter. I was like, I don't know what I was doing. But then like I kept looking and Brian was, you know, watching something else on TV. And I saw for a moment it was like Jenny McCart or yeah, Jenny McCartney, Jenny McCarthy. I couldn't remember her name just now. Because she's married, she married to a Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, he's not a Jew. No, he's like Irish Boston. I don't know Wahlberg. I could, yeah, I forgot about Wahlbergers and those Wahlberg right. boys. They're decidedly not not Jewish. Jewish. Um, but they were like, "Oh, the world really hates us because Jenny McCarthy is interviewing Gwyneth Paltrow, like these two stupid anti-vax bitches." And it's like, listen, they are worlds apart. Oh, universes apart. Gwyneth Paltrow is not anti-vax. Absolutely not. Goop came out decidedly pro-vaccination. Supported by science. Yes, supported by science. And that also brings me to, I'm sorry to change the subject, but Mm. there's, I heard a little bit of what I would call fake news. Uh Uh-oh. Our friends over, get ready to go back to the dirtbag left, Brian, because I think our friends over at Crooked Media are coming for Gwyneth. Oh yeah, they're, they're, so they're doing a new podcast all about, it's like health, but it talks a lot about alternative health, uh, or like because it's yeah, about healthcare. Yeah, so it's about like healthcare, and so they they do all like the buzzy things about health, like you know wellness stuff or like whatever people would be interested in. And there's this one they and they made a they're doing an episode about goop and then another episode about like anti-vax. And so they edited this trailer yeah. for it, and they played it on Crooked on whatever the hell one of their shows. And I listened to it and it was like, w- he's like listing all the things of that he's going to talk about. And he says, Gwyneth Paltrow. And then immediately after he said, or it's like Stephen Colbert introducing Gwyneth Paltrow or something okay. on the show. It's like audio of Stephen Colbert and then audio immediately after of some woman being like, I absolutely believe with my whole heart that Devin's autism was caused by vaccines. Oh, and it no. like the way it's edited together, it sounds like, in your brain, you think Gwyneth Paltrow is saying that. Oh, shit. I mean, because it's it's just like you hear a guy being like, and now we're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. And then you hear like a woman's voice saying that like with no break or anything. Like, it's just how it sounds. Yeah. And I listened to it like over and over again being like, wait, what is this? And then I realized that, you know, I, didn't, I was like, I'm not sure. But it sort of sounds like they're want you to think that it's Gwyneth Paltrow saying that. I could see that. I, I still want to, I'm definitely going to give this podcast 
the old college try to see what they say. I don't think they're going to be that hard on goop. I think they're going to be easy on her because in the little teaser, they were like, and your goop one has a surprising ending or like you reach some surprising conclusions about goop. Oh, wow. And the only one that's surprising is positive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's the only surprise. (laughs) That's the only surprise with goop. So Uh, God, if, if crooked reading crooked media comes out pro goop, um, We'll just quit because we'll have gone mainstream. That's true. Then we have nothing to talk about. Then who? I mean, then we'd have to go full leftist, right? Or no? I we guess are we'd... full leftist. We already <laughs> went full. We threatened to kill people. That's true. We're we're the most left podcast on the web. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. But we would. Um, we I would. Uh, yeah, I feel like if they go pro goop, then they like should hire us to like be on their network. Oh, they should. We should pitch them. And I think they will because so John Lovett from Crooked Media yes. is with Ronan Farrow, who's Mia Farrow's son. son. And it's I think Mia Farrow and Gwyneth Paltrow are friendly. I have no reason to I've, think that. I mean, it seems like they would travel in the same circles. It does. They're both like Me Too queens. Mia Farrow is not a Me Too queen. <laughs> Isn't she the original? No. Oh. Mia Farrow. No. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot you're pro Woody. I'm not pro Woody. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I just, just there's good people on both sides. Or there's bad people on both sides. Well, there's bad people on both sides. Yeah. And also, um, like Gwyneth Paltrow was like Gwyneth Paltrow is part of like the current like news story about like the new iteration yeah. of Me Too. And like she was a huge part of like getting Harvey Weinstein called out. And, you know, yeah, she was. Uh, I mean, that book came out and which I really don't want to read. But then I Taffy, whatever her name is, the brought writer, us her Ackner. Yeah, yeah. Who I love very much, even though I don't know her last name. <laughs> it's a hard uh, last name. I know she she was like, you have to read this book because it's not just a it's not just a long magazine article, which is exactly what I thought it was going to be. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, because it, it's it goes more behind the scenes about the like the journalist story about trying to get um, these powerful women on record. Yeah, and so it does sound it does sound really interesting, uh, and it makes yeah it makes Gwyneth out to be a hero, which we all knew. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gwyneth. Uh, One quick more Gwyneth adjacent news. There was like some big weird like JLo article that came out uh, this week that was saying that this like 1998 interview in Parade Magazine had like resurfaced where she talked shit about all of her like young ingenue actress peers. Oh my God. It's like, see, this is the reason... I'm not going to say I'm about to say it's too controversial, but if you want, if you really believe if the media is now like feminist and woke, then they wouldn't be printing these fucking stories. Right. Well, this is, this is probably leaked from some, uh, rival Oscar campaign. I imagine it's trying to like get people to hate JLo, but it only makes JLo look more wonderful because it, it plays plays. It, I mean, she does talk shit about, a lot of people, including Gwyneth, uh, but it's just they're it's very funny. Like it's v- they're just sort of very funny, true. Um, what did she say about Gwyneth? Buzzfeed still has it. So uh, on Gwyneth, she says, "Tell me what she's been in." I swear to God, I don't remember anything she was in. Some people got get hot by association. I heard more about her and Brad Pitt than I ever heard about her work. I guess that's not that like scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this was before a lot of. I guess she was she had been in Emma and stuff but yeah she also talked shit about like Winona Ryder Madonna um Salma Hayek and she's really funny and like now actresses you would get murdered if you like said all this stuff and I wish that we would go back to a time where actresses could be super bitchy about each other in public well, and people would celebrate that <laughs> why because you should, because like women shouldn't be tearing each other down there can be more than one famous actress oh yeah i'm not saying only one should be famous i'm saying well i don't know i women shouldn't no you're right be bitchy to each other that's not where we are anymore women should be able to be honest about each other's work and if that is a compliment wonderful if that is a little shade 
I'm not going to say no to that. Because you find it entertaining. Yes. Is that okay? That no. I find women <laughs> like being bitchy to each other entertaining? I can't. I'm not going to be ashamed of enjoying that. I know you're not going to be ashamed of it, but <laughs> if you asked if it's okay and the answer is no. Okay, fine. Well, we all have work to do in our lives. <laughs> uh, do you think men should be bitchy to each other in public? That's fun too. When does that happen? Like The Rock and Vin Diesel, they were they had like that little tiff in the pu- in the press after Fast and Furious. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think it's fun. I know. Uh, well, let's move on. What? Any other news? Um, I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Did Gwyneth do anything else? I think that was it. That's she's been doing press. She's celebrating her birthday. She's been going on. Uh, oh, she went on like The View or something and said that her kids can be dicks and that was picked up. Wait, she went on The View and said like her kids are allowed to be dicks or her kids sometimes, can sometimes are Can dicks. sometimes be dicks because they're teenagers. And it was like, oh my God, Gwyneth Paltrow calls her kids dicks. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I mean, I yell at Waldman was like, I don't even love my kids. I just like blowing my husband. And no, but actually Wait, she who got said in that? trouble for that one. I yell at Waldman. I yell it. I can't, I don't know how to say her name. Who is it? Michael Shaben's wife. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I do remember that article. <laughs> the, one, the woman I'm obsessed with. She said it on Oprah, or she said it, and then she had to go on Oprah, and like the audience of women lined up to be like, "Why did you say that?" Yeah, because to yell at her. It was like her whole her her whole whole excuse me article was about how she loves her husband more than her kids. Yeah, and that was like scandalous. Yeah, it was scandalous. And then she was like, "I told my kids that the article was coming out and what it said," and my daughter was like, "Yeah, mom, no duh," and like that nobody cares. And she's like, "Look, if something happened to my kids, I could always have another kid, but I can only ever have one husband." That is ballsy. I mean, I just feel like it's okay, but like your kids are going to be drugged addict and your husband probably doesn't love you as much as you love him no definitely not yeah yeah i mean i wonder what the percentage of mothers who love their husbands more than their kids are well i think it's i have no idea i mean how do you even measure because yeah like like a different kind of love like your kids you like you fuck your husband like you take care of your kids like you shouldn't be like doing that math in your head like hmm, yeah maybe there should be more than one word for love because there's so many different kinds that's lovely that's beautiful uh yeah what was your best of the week oh okay oh i don't know i just wrote it the work to weekend there were like three outfits again Ugh. i know these outfit ones but this one was fun i like the clothes in this one in this whole like week of newsletters and so this was in the coming attraction section and it was called work to weekend three be- three pieces that can do both. And there was this skirt in this piece that was like, also, I don't really even understand like what were the pieces? Like, I don't even, I guess they were like trench coats or something. I, w- I don't know. It just seemed like three completely different outfits to me, but there was a Vince skirt in it that is like so beautiful. It's like red. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like this deep like wine color silk or like satiny looking skirt and it's only $167 which is like really not that much money for a nice skirt. Oh that is nice. Oh it's from Vince. Yeah. Uh yeah, a lot of the clothes this is like a very preppy look most of these clothes. They're nice. I guess fall is upon us. Fall is. Oh. For um sure. I love that like lavender trench coat too. That's only $341. Yeah. Some of these things are like in the realm of affordable. Yeah. Oh, because it's in partnership with our friends at the Outnet. But what is the Outnet? Is I that like know. discount clothes? I don't think so because then they have like regular expensive stuff yeah. too. But yeah, stuff isn't too. And some of the stuff is sold from Goop. I don't know what this. What is the Outnet? I have no idea. Is it? I wonder if it's uh, gently used or like um, not gently, no. not used, but um, like overstock type stuff. It's like a luxury. Okay. O.com or whatever. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. O.com is <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> really? I have no idea. Right? Isn't... Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's her magazine. But, yeah, it's probably not her website. I'm like... Now I'm just like on the website going shopping, which is what always happens when we do this. Dangerous. I know. So, my best was actually the beauty closet and the beauty closet interview from this week. I hadn't listened to 
Jean and Megan's podcast in a few weeks yeah, and I, I never listened to it. I dove back in and I have to say they've become really good podcasters. They really, really? they yeah, they're on a steep learning curve and That's it was fair. it was nice to listen to. And they interviewed really one of the top women in their field, the queen of natural skincare, Tata Harper. Oh yeah, and I heard. I, lis- I, I heard from <laughs> the <laughs> You heard from the newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> it's I on heard everyone's about that. lips. Yeah. <laughs> the interview, the big interview with Tata Harper. I don't know, everyone's talking wow. about it. Uh, I had no idea Tata Harper was from Colombia. She had what they call a melodious Colombian accent. Melodious? Melodious, which sounds a little questionable to exoticize a Spanish accent. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. They also like really dive into the fact that tata harper is latina they're like she's a beauty expert a mom and a latina and i guess if she wants to identify that way it's fine but they (laughs) they seem to really like lean into that Uh, that is weird yeah it was a little strange but she is i mean and i guess yeah if your name is not of a spanish origin and you're latina you have to you have to verbalize it um you have to let it be known that your melodious accent where it comes from and whether or not you're okay with it being called that. I mean, I guess if they said that on the podcast, she must have consented. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, but but not necessarily. But they asked, I mean, you could tell that both Jean and Megan were like very excited about Tata and, you know, Jean had spent time up in the farm in Vermont. And again, like I only listened to the first maybe 10 or 15 minutes of it, but it was very impressive. I didn't realize that like, Tata Harper was basically basically doing this clean skincare really before anyone else and had to build the brand from the ground up because like the whoever the the manufacturers of all the beauty products at the time wouldn't want didn't want her to like put all these natural products in there yeah. so she had to like hire scientists or whatever and do it herself. Yeah. And even the glass in her bottles comes from her farm in Vermont. Really? Yeah, like she manufactures everything up there. Oh my god! I mean, is that why are, Bernie Sanders looks so good? I, yeah, <laughs> Bernie Sanders. He actually does look. He does good. look good because he looks his, better than Joe. Oh my god! Because his work is way less obvious than Joe's. You think Bernie Sanders has work? Oh, something. Yeah. Really? I mean, just some like injections, a little Botox. You think Bernie Sanders has fillers? Yes. Interesting. Everyone on TV over the age of like forty does. But not Bernie, uh, not Bernard. I, he wouldn't. I mean, he probably went to like, you know, whatever Medicare in Vermont. There's no Medicare Botox. <laughs> That's true. Oh, would that be a scandal? That would be a bigger that scandal a than Pocahontas scandal. if Bernie if had, Bernie had Botox on on Vermont's dime. <gasps> that would be yeah. Using taxpayer dollars. Well, to get all fillers. of his money is like taxpayer dollars because he's a senator. That's true. So I guess we have a right to know. Or his wife's um, for-profit yeah. college. that Scams. <laughs> forgot, anyway. forgot about that. You don't hear about that too much anymore. No. They'll pull it out. Yeah. If, in the Well, I don't think he's going to get to the general, but we'll see. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I th- I'm voting for Bernie, though. Oh, I, that's great. Oh, is that one okay? Yeah. Okay, good. I think there's three people that I'm perfectly happy if someone says that they're going to vote for in the primary. Who's the third? Let's just say he's also a Latino and his name oh. is Julian Castro. <laughs> Let's just say. <laughs> I like him. Um, yeah, I like him too, but I feel like I like Bernie the best of all of the people who are running. Um, anyway. But yeah, so Bernie uses $450 Tata Harper products and or barrels of Botox. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know. I liked this podcast. Gina and Megan are feeling comfortable in front of the mic. Tata was a lovely guest. And I'm curious to listen to the first 10 minutes of more of their podcasts. I'm like downloading the app for the Outnet right now. They have oh, wow. an app. So you're stuck. You're stuck on Outnet. Yeah, I love it. And I do mean, we know what it is? Is it is it um, like a surplus? Like a, I don't think it's, I don't know, but it's like, it's just like fancy clothes, like discounted, but they're not like super discounted. They're just, um, I mean, they're super discounted, but they're still expensive. Yeah. But they're like expensive, but you could maybe. So it's like, them. was it Net-A-Porter or is that rental? Uh, no, Net-A-Porter. That's like. Uh, um, oh, you pronounce it Net-A-Porter? I thought you did. Am uh, I wrong? I mean, I just always pronounce everything the French way. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I have no idea. I probably am. But that, that shit is pricey. Oh, okay. 
but that's you own you own it you own it it's yeah, not yeah. and it's not like i don't think it's like marked down or maybe if it is it doesn't matter to me because yeah yeah interesting uh what was your worst of the week oh uh, well obviously my worst of the week was the manifest lady oh man i i yeah i read it but it was honestly i i couldn't even pay attention to it to to even say one way or the other. I mean, I, I like sort of looked at it and then it was like, oh, she's the guest on Will Cole's podcast this week. And I was like, oh my God. And at first I was into it because here's a little side note. I have, I subscribe to so many magazines and Brian's constantly trying to murder me because I, my house is like filled with magazines, like a crazy person. And he's like, you have to get rid of these. And I'm like, I'm going to read them, but I never do. But I like them and they're so nice. And it's like, I don't want to just throw them out. And yeah, I think yeah. they're cool. So... I think I'm going to have like some friends over and do like vision boards because oh. I'm like, what else do you do with your old magazines? So anyway, I was like, all right, so maybe I am getting into the manifesting thing because I'm going to try and like pawn my old magazines off on my friends to make collages or whatever. And so I started reading it and it was just like the same old fucking shit. She's like, I sold my book and, um, Oh, so I, I turned on, I, I was like, whatever. She's like, I sold my book and I realized I'd manifested it. And I was like, oh, you fucking bitch. Of course, she's like white, blonde, beautiful. It's like, oh, wow. Did you manifest your white ass selling a book? Yeah. You're so full of shit. So then she's on. So I listened to the, um, I listened to the Will Cole podcast and the first, I don't even know. I can't tell who's who, but I guess it was Seamus was like, oh, I talked to my brother and he was like, I saw him without a shirt on. And I was like, hey, bro, you're looking good. And he was like, yeah, I lost 10 pounds thanks to Dr. Will Cole. And Will Cole was like, that's right. Functional medicine. It works. Check me out. WillCole.com. Oh. And he was like promoting himself, which I was like, you are so pathetic. Like you're trying to sell your fucking weight loss bullshit on your own. He does it podcast. every week on his podcast. Oh, my God. It was disgusting. So then this woman calls and she I only listened to the first half of it, too. And I was listening at like double speed. And I was just like, let's hear it. And she was just talking about how she's like a super attractor because she like gets whatever she wants because she like can manifest the life that she wants of like wealth and happiness. Because yeah, because she's skinny and blonde and white. Yes. This is, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, not every skinny blonde white person has wealth or everything that they want. But if you if you are going after those things and getting them easily, it's not because of like God. It's, it's not manifest destiny. It's not like God thinks you're special. It's like you are benefiting from racism. That's it. Yeah. But unfortunately the title of I'm benefiting from racism isn't going to sell. <laughs> How to benefit from yeah. racism by this woman on Will Cole's by, podcast. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are we going to have to cut that? No. I mean, it's true. I mean, she is right. I, I mean, mean, just like have some fucking self-awareness when you talk about your success. Yeah. And why, why was she on the goop fellas podcast? I don't really Probably get Cause no one else would even bother to talk to her. I mean, manifest the whole manifest thing is so outdated at this point anyway. Like everybody has made those memes. Like, you know, like maybe you manifested it maybe as white privilege. Yeah. And like, this was the excuse used to commit genocide, uh, on the natives of this country was yeah. manifest destiny manifest destiny so you shouldn't, yeah that's crazy take the word out of your vocabulary it's yeah. bad it's bad word it's like it it's not good you can't do it it's it, yeah I, I mean yeah i guess you're manifesting but you're not doing it the way you claim to be doing no. it yeah the, i guess so like people want to get booked on the goop podcast and if if Gwyneth and Elise turn you down and then if Megan and Jean turn you down, they're like, well, you can go on Will and Seamus's and, and she's like, like who the fuck it. are they? Well, I guess she wouldn't really go on the beauty podcast because her whole thing is about like spiritual, like she wouldn't go in the beauty closet because right. she's a manifest. But she seems like ripe for an Elise interview at least. Well, Elise has to interview all of like the girls from the sorority that she oh didn't get God. into. Oh, and Malcolm Gladwell, which Ew! that's Wait, who she did this week. And he didn't even get Gwyneth. No, no, no. Ha, ha. You know, Gwyneth only does like her mom and A -list. like A list celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought Malcolm Gladwell was pretty mm, A list. Maybe 10 years ago. All right. But he's been, because he was caught up in, wasn't he caught up in like the Epstein? Wasn't he like on the plane once? <gasps> the Lolita Express. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> Is he in the Black Book? I'm sure. Wow. I saw him at a party once in New York and he's 
truly one of the least attractive people I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, you don't have to tell me yeah. that. I mean, I've seen a picture of him. <laughs> I just think that Malcolm... Also, he's another racist. He invented the... He came up with the broken windows policing idea. Malcolm Gladwell came up with broken windows policing? Yeah, he did. Was he like in the Giuliani administration? He was like... I'm a, he's like, I'm a public intellectual and I came up with this amazing idea and then like it was implemented and then I think he's since like retracted oh it and been God. like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that, but it's like too little too late. And the 10,000 hours thing was like, also um, not debunked. true. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like just, he's he's yeah. a junk scientist. He's just another. I mean, of course, when a twenty-year-old girl on Instagram does it, she's the scammer of the year. When Malcolm Gladwell has an entire career that he's like a lauded public intellectual who's interviewed by Elise. <laughs> <Lauren. laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I do have to listen because it, 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 he's like, I mean, he's a grifter in. Like worse than Another. Marianne Williamson, worse than any- Marianne Williamson isn't a grifter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marianne Williamson is the real deal. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling oh, you. God, but Elise, I'm sure Elise has all of his fucking books. Oh God. Uh, so my worst was. Oh wait, what was it? Um. It, oh, it was the another like uh, the fashion. It was a fashion article. It was called "Feminine Looks That Bring the Edge Factor." Oh, fun! And it, I don't know. It was just a, it said styling aids once oh, filed. It's my worst. Once filed. Once filed under subversive, uh, grommet studs, chunky soles, and haphazard layering are now the most valuable players in hyper feminine looks, brimming with both elegance and edge. In other words, grunge has grown up. And I was like, oh my god! First of all, like the grunge renaissance was like 10 years ago. But like, are they saying like now you dress like that when you go to work? Yeah, there it's ba- but the the clothes are not edgy at all. It's just like it's just like wearing pencil skirts and trench coats with maybe some like chunky boots and that yeah. was it. It's yeah, it it wasn't even grunge adjacent. Jesus. Um maybe there was like a plaid something, but yeah, it was it was using the trend and and just not even not even going for it. Cuz I also feel like I mean maybe at some like very conservative offices you would have to dress quote unquote like professional. I mean, I'm sure that their target audience, I'm sure more than one of them worked at a conservative office. I guess, but I feel like most places now you can sort of dress, I don't know, dress how you want. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't work at an office. Yeah, I don't think that these looks, I'm looking at them right now, they're not very... They're not edgy at all. The only one that's edgy is this woman who's wearing like a ball gown with like fucking like uh, army boots, which is like you would never wear, it would be weirder to wear that dress to office, to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's like a black and white picture of a woman wearing like a full length. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a gown. It is weird. Yeah, it's like an evening gown. Like an with... evening dress. Yeah, like a night, like a part. Like yeah, that's not... strange. Um. But yeah, the rest of them, it's like there's like a, a wrap dress. There's like a big sweater. I do like a this blazer. $700 sweater. This green sweater mm. with the layers. I, I mean, don't there's really like khakis like... and a fanny pack. I don't really understand how that's Also, ha- doesn't, don't they always tell you to like wear boots in the fall? I don't understand. You have to wear boots in the fall if you're in a cold area. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it just seems like a stretch to say that these clothes are grunge inspired. And Jean, well, Jean doesn't really have anything to do with the fashion spreads on this, but Green, Jean is a grunge baby, so she knows better. She is grunge. Yeah. Uh, what was your craziest or your saddest? My craziest and my saddest was another. I feel like I'm being really political on this one. Yeah. But my, I'm just feeling spicy. I'm getting my period and I like don't feel good. But the one that mm. pissed me off was the one that was called How to Create a Healthier Bedroom for Your Kids. Oh, and so, like, obviously, like, America is in crisis. There are children without beds in detention camps. There are children without clean water in Flint, Michigan. And instead of addressing that, which I know it's not goof, it's not every catalog's job to constantly be addressing everything, but to suggest that you buy your child a $6,000 bed in this climate is just it's like trolling to me at this point. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Cause I know that they know what's going on in the world. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And every once in a while they'll do an article that has like a social conscience yeah. or have, you know, the uh, Elise's straw lady friend come on and, yeah. and harangue you for a minute. But yeah, for the most part, I mean, this is, you know, for rich people by rich people. Ferber. Um no, it's just yeah, like I yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think this was promoted by avocado mattresses, I'm guessing. But it's like I don't know why you would want to associate your brand with that. 
Like, does that is that good advertising? I guess because it's people who don't give a shit and will just buy your. Yeah, shit. I mean, I guess you you could say that about like any article in Goop. Like, why would you buy any of this when there's you know children in cages and the country's falling apart? But I guess because it's specifically for children. Because it's for children, and because like children so obviously don't give a shit about no. like this, children don't need a bed that that's that expensive, and you're only going to be able to use a, be- a kid's bed for a certain amount of years because they're going to outgrow it. Like that's why kids' furniture is usually cheap because it's temporary and like why would you buy why would you spoil your kids so much and yourself of course but and like, you're not why? even spoiled because your your kid like you said your kids literally don't give a shit like they if, don't know they don't know how much their bed costs that is the no last idea. thing that they care about is their stupid bed they would probably they have no idea if their bed costs like five dollars or like a lot if you told them it was expensive they'd probably be like a hundred dollars yeah. like they don't know yeah, they're like lucille bluth with a banana yes that's <laughs> they're all like that yeah. Uh, well, this was the thing I would buy. The $6,000 Just bed? in general and not for kids. I don't have kids. I'm not going to have kids. I would love, and I don't need this shit, like this much expensive bed shit, but I would love a new bed, a new sheets. Uh, my bed, I don't even know how old my bed is because John has had this bed longer than he's had me. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, but like our, the back of our like headboard is like falling apart. Um, it's just, you have, a, at least you have a headboard. We do have a headboard. Um, we just have a bed frame. Oh yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> I like it though. It's very like, um, college dorm. No, I mean, it's, it's like wood. It's nice. It's like okay. low and wood, but there's no headboard. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, we don't have a box spring anymore. I think, oh. I don't think we do. I never really go, go under there. You don't. <laughs> But yeah, I just want like new bedroom stuff. And we had we we got new uh new sheets and new comforters and new pillowcases and stuff when we moved to LA, but that's literally been like 6 years. So I think it's time for Oh, it's time for some new stuff. Meaning just ask for it from some of our parents on Christmas. Yeah, something. get it for yeah. Christmas. That's a good thing to ask for on Christmas. Oh, it's a great thing yeah. to ask for at Christmas. I tried to get rid of all my stuff, like my old bed stuff because we used to have a um double. Mm, that's t- that's tight, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Anyway, so then I was like, I can't do this anymore. We got a queen. Um, and I was like, okay, fine. And I hated all my sheets and everything. So I was like, I'm just going to get rid of all this. But Brian like found this duvet that was on there. It doesn't have a cover. And he like likes to sleep with it still. So there's just like always this like ratty ass, do- <laughs> like disgusting duvet on my bed. that I'm always like, oh, it's not. It's not cute. Anyway, mm. I don't know why it's neither here nor there. Yeah, we have a queen. I. I would love we our bedroom isn't really even big enough to do to have a king, but I would love to eventually have a king bed. It's yeah, we're we're too big for a queen. Yeah, I think the queen is. It like feels. It felt at first I was like, oh, I'm really when you're used to out. a double, yeah. But then now I'm like, eh. mm. we all know each other here. We don't need to like spoon. Yeah, it's like I you don't don't touch me. I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> It but, is weird there's some couples or you said sometimes <laughs> that you sleep on the couch. Yeah. It's like, no, I know. I feel like that's like a very like seems like a really like bad thing. No, but, but it's like I just and I don't I don't anymore because like my back started hurting me and it's like really like my bed is just way more comfortable. Yeah. But especially when we had the small bed, because I just like I mean, I love Brian. Sometimes you need to sleep. But like yeah. if I had my way, I would, I think I'd be like one of those old fashioned couples where like you both have your own room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know that sounds really bad, but just like I like sleeping alone more. Like I feel more like, I feel like I just, I always feel like somebody else's energy if there's like someone else in the bed. I'm just like, I never feel totally calm. I get that. I definitely would, when I was single and like people would sleep over and stuff, I would, I would never be able to sleep at all. Uh, really? yeah like um if someone else was in my bed yeah but i think because john john and i've been together for long enough now i am like comfortable sleeping with someone yeah but i think I th- john definitely because sometimes i'll wake up and john will be on the couch and i'm like i don't know when you got in here or why and i'm not gonna ask any questions yeah. of what the fuck was i doing in my sleep but i also yeah like i also stay up really late i yeah. like fuck around on the internet and brian like has to go to sleep by like you know 11 because he works like right nine to five jobs so like I also sometimes just like feel bad and don't want to like keep him up or, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but which I do anyway. 
Um, but also like, I feel like when I first, like when I was single was when I was like desperate to have someone in my bed. Cause I was like, Oh, like I want a man to sleep with me. Like so sad. And like, I used to love sleeping in bed and like, I couldn't sleep without a person. Oh. Um, or like, I didn't like to, but then like, as I have gotten used to it, I'm like, mm, yeah. I miss the sleeping alone. Day. Oh, maybe that's not nice. Is that bad? No, I think that's normal. Like to want your own space sometimes. And yeah, it's not that, it's not that weird to like, well, it might be weird to have separate rooms, but... Well, they used to do it, like, in the olden oh, days. Oh, yeah. If you were, like, rich enough. If you were rich enough. And uh, can't you have, like, one room for you and one room for them and one room for, like, you have sex in it? Oh, a third room for having sex in? Well, because, yeah, just to, like, keep it, you know, neutral. I'm one just trying to picture room. what this sex room looks like if it's a room it's specifically like, for sex. It, you can't tell when you look at it, oh. but we know... But you're like, this is the master room, bedroom, yeah. and then we both have offices. Okay. But then the offices are bedrooms, and then we also have other offices that are real offices. Whoa, offices and offices. That sounds very huh. Epstein-y. Yeah, it does. I'm imagining a really big house. A really big townhouse off Fifth Avenue with some <laughs> weird with like eyeballs. A hanging <laughs> doll in the, in the foyer. Very romantic. Yes. Uh, what would you try? I would try. Oh, I just wrote it down. Oh, wait. I, I didn't even say my status, oh, you didn't did do I? you yours. Because, um, yeah, I jumped to my buy because it was the mattresses. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so my status was just the little spread on Goop's New York office. Because mm-hmm. it was, it's not cutting the mustard. Oh, it's not? <laughs> compared with the LA one. It's like, I mean, it's very like New Yorkers are always like oh my god look at how much space i have look at how much light i have in the apartment and you go in there and you're like you don't even know how what sad your is. life is yeah. yeah and that's like what this this goop office was trying to be like oh we're right in the flat iron district like no better light in manhattan and it looks sort of like a closet with some weird and they joke or that not joke they brag about all of the decoration being from cb2 and you're like really cb2 i mean it's more expensive than i can afford but like that's what you're i don't know it's weird cb2 is not even the it's not even crate and barrel i think they're trying to say that they're like modest oh maybe i don't know i don't think they're i think that they're i think it's like when people are like i think it's like when um michelle obama was like my dress is from j crew oh, i think yeah. that's what they're doing oh they're like well they did have that cb2 um oh they had that liaison pop, or, the, yeah. pop, the thing that we went to yeah uh but yeah i, I wasn't sure yeah if that was trying to yeah what they were trying to accomplish. I think that's like they're like affordable. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it's like you'll find shelves brimming with champagne glasses, baskets, reusable water bottles, good vitamins. Everything you need for an office. Yeah. And you know, all f- office supplies all organized so impeccably by neat method. I don't know what that the is. The fuck is this uh, now? That getting up for scotch tape is a meditation in its own right. Okay. So. That's nice. Congratulations, ladies. Yeah, I guess they're trying to make the the New York crew feel better about like having to live in New York. Yeah, and having to like go to that crammed little triangle shirtwaist factory of an office. <laughs> but, <laughs> what if they're like Goop's New York offices in the re- like the is converted triangle shirtwaist <laughs> factory now with fire exits? Yeah, like we don't lock the doors from the outside <laughs> anymore. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So what would you try? I would just try wearing monochrome. Mm. It was just it there had a piece about wearing mono being monochrome and I was like, why not? Why not me? I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, I just needed something to say I would try and I guess I would try that. Um, it looks very sophisticated and a very adult to be monochrome. I think so too. It's like, a you're confident in yourself. If you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna, you're like, I don't need anything else. I just mm-hmm. have one color. It's just me. Yeah. It's just me. You don't look blank. at <laughs> I'm a blank slate. But it's very like, I feel like very, not upper class, but just like, yeah, comfortable in your own skin. If you're just like, I'm going to wear all white. I'm going to wear all black. My grandma, I remember, would pretty much only wear white and cream. Like I never saw, occasionally maybe black. I never saw her in a color in my entire life. Wow, interesting. Uh, Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It's nice as you age gracefully to not have to adorn yourself with patterns or colors and just well one of the i think the monochrome i think you can do colors but it's all the same color like one of them was like pink see that to me is a little hillary like hillary clinton yeah like you know how she would wear like a canary yellow pantsuit 
and be like, look, I'm a relatable woman. I know. The poor thing. I know. Oh, God. Um, so I yeah. would, I mean, some colors. It's just like those bright primary colors that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know about those. I would do like, um, like the color of my pants. Oh, yeah. Like a, a rose. Like a, ro- a dusty, dusty rose. rose. Dusty rose, yeah. Yeah. Um, With a dusty doesn't... rose top or like a pink top. Okay. Is that considered monochrome still if it's two well, shades of the same? Yeah. I mean, in the goop thing, that's what I'm confused about because I would think you have to wear the exact same color, but I they had different shades of like the same color in one outfit in, okay. their, in their way to do it, which I think is kind of, kind of makes it more fun. Yeah, if you're doing, if you're, if you're just coloring within the lines of a of a blue palette or a where it's like I'll be monochrome, but I'm gonna be a little bit bad. It's like my because I'm a my personality type is the rebel, so uh-huh. I have to be. Yeah, see, like this monochrome outfit has it. I don't even know if it is monochrome. They have a gray coat, a white shirt, like plaid pants. <laughs> and a black purse and black shoes but i think it's all like grays whites and blacks and then they have like a like a beige sweater with a cream blouse and a tan like peachy tan skirt so it's a loose definition of monochrome let's i need to go that way too because i think i still dress like a like a teenager sometimes i like i'll i wear i mean right now i'm wearing a plaid or i'll wear like bright colors i i don't wear like a sideways baseball cap or anything but you don't, you don't wear a sideways, no. Okay, can I just explain the, what they say mm-hmm. about it? Because we seem obviously confused. Oh, and also, of course, that this um, is in partnership with our friends at Giorgio Armani. Oh, perfect. Okay. The idea that monochromatic dressing can expand your options may seem counterintuitive, but start unpacking any color family and you'll find a whole spectrum of creative options. And when camel mellows into cream, deep in, <laughs> deepens to umber, dials up to saffron then swings to gold all in one outfit the result is certifiably chic yeah i mean it's like it's a fine line because you don't want to clash but yeah all those sort of those were all like yellows right or like they were like brownish brownish, yellowish golds yeah gold god you have to be like no i guess they're yellow yeah you have to be rich or like camel they have to be expensive to carry that off umber because you're not going to get like a, a beautiful camel pant from like old navy or something i mean i think it would just be khaki at that point um wait what is umber umber is like a it's like a brown like a sunset brown okay right like oh maybe i'm just thinking of umbria umbria (laughs) yeah maybe is it from it's like the sunset in italy i don't know i don't know anyway this is their idea so i would do it with what i would do it with rose gold and I don't know if I have enough clothes to do. So it rose anymore. gold, you could do anywhere from. I mean, not from rose gold, like dusty, dusty, dusty rose, rose, not rose gold. You could do salmon. You could do magenta. You could do mauve. But could I do rose gold? Oh, rose. Wait, could what is I, rose gold? That is that is that is it not would have a color. To be like a necklace. Yeah, because oh yeah, do and do a rose gold. Or like, what jewelry. if I wore like a shimmery top? Sure. A sh- yeah, a shimmery. Or what if you I could I even did... do lavender. See, that feels like a departure. Okay. Maybe there's a little too much blue in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Because lavender is like a purple, like on mm-hmm. the purple spectrum. Yeah. I remember in the old Crayola crayon boxes, the only pinks in like the, the little packs, you'd either have carnation pink or salmon. And then when you got the bigger ones, then there were m- more options. I would just do carnation and salmon. That's fine. Yeah. I don't even, I think salmon might be a little darker. Carnation was a little brighter. That sounds nice. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, if I had to do monochrome, I would stick with like blues or greens. You kind of are monochrome right now. I guess I am. I have blue jeans and like a sort of green and blue checked shirt. Oh, and then I have like blue sneakers. I'm monochrome on trend. Very on trend. Uh, so I would try, oh my God, the travel article about a culture packed fall weekend in New York city. It really made me want to go to New York. Really? Yeah. I just opened it and thought, oh, I'll get to this later. And now I'm doing it. Uh, it's I'm going to, because I'm going back to John's family in New Jersey for Christmas. And last year we were like at, um, John's brother got married. So we were in Pennsylvania for a while. So basically we only got like half a day in New York. Oh, wow. And so this time I'm like, oh, we need a couple full days in the city. Uh, and it just, and I mean, by, by December, Maybe it'll be too cold, but in the fall, New York is really, really great. And they talk about like all the 
operas that are going on and um, new restaurants. And I feel like I've been away from New York long enough now that when I go back, there's so many things that I haven't like been to every time, which is sort of nice. Uh, and they're definitely still taking our advice on the travel section. Like this is very specific recommendations, new things that I hadn't heard before. Um, what else do they talk about? Uh, oh, like the things that are happening in the Met. Go to Anthony Minghella's production of Puccini's Madama Butterfly. Anthony Minghella, of course, with the Gwyneth yeah. connection, directing her in Talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Pastis reopened, which was like one of my favorite restaurants in New York. It was a, a French bistro in the meatpacking district that was like sort of the little sister restaurant to Balthazar, but it was never like as crowded and it was a little cheaper. And it closed, uh, I guess, around the time that I moved. And now it reopened. And I would so love... So you can go. They have the best uh, frise and lardon salad. It's just like... And talk about natural light. That part of New York has good light. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at these pictures. It's yeah. lovely. Uh, I love it. It made me miss New York. Yeah, I know. I feel really bad. I wanted to go to New York this summer, but I didn't get to make it. Mm. Um... Yeah, I I opened it and I like scrolled through it, but it just looked like a lot of like clothes. So I didn't really because they're like, here's what you wear when you go to like these places. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never the the clothes aspect of it. I sort of tune out because, again, they don't have men's clothes. Mm -hmm. They had a whole men's section for like a month, Goop. And now is it gone? I don't know. I'm not getting. Nope, absolutely not. I think well, it was a it was they, a real short-lived enterprise. Well, I think that they put all their energy into Goop Fellas. Yeah, now it's like Will and Seamus are the only men repping the brand. Which is a shame because uh, I know. Will is just a drag. They, need to, they really need to hire more gay guys. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like heterophobic, but they need to have a bunch of gay guys screaming at each other. And I would listen to that podcast. <laughs> Yeah, why don't they have, like, I don't know why it's, like, straight guys running the goop no men, idea. the goop guys thing. It's Because they think that their, like, male audience are just, like, husbands of the women that look at goop. And it's like, no, those guys hate you yeah. because they hate their wives, so they're not yeah. going to look at goop. They're just, like, they think of you as just, like, draining their pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They don't care. Uh, what would you buy? All right, so by I took a slight departure, mm. but not really. So I feel like, I think we've talked about before that like maybe the new Gwyneth Paltrow could possibly be Rihanna because she is yeah. like got her own, I guess it's not really a lifestyle brand. It's a clothing it's brand. It's getting there. Well, yeah, makeup and now and fashion. Yeah, and so she obviously, Fenty had this huge like um, show in New York they had like a huge like for fashion week they did like this huge crazy like um new never before seen style of show and it's like on amazon and it's like a dance show it's, i like, saw that it was yeah i could watch it is it worth watching have you seen it i didn't okay so i mean everybody loved it to me i was like to me i was sort of like i didn't i felt like it kind of distracted from the line mm. like i thought it was kind of hard to, i was like wait is that part of the is this part of the show or is this like a costume and like it was just like so many people like dancing at once it wasn't like someone just like walking across and then there they would have some models doing like a regular walk but then there would be like a bunch of models walking or like moving interesting ways like it was cool but I felt sort of confused by the... Was event. Rihanna performing at all in it? Was she involved? No, just like at a... I mean, at the very beginning, she did like a... And it was like, it's cool. Like at the very beginning, she's in it. And then like, you know, they all come out and like wave. Like the designer yeah. always comes oh, out. Right. So at the end, she comes out. But it, she didn't like sing or anything. No, it, I think she's like not doing music anymore. Well, I mean, I just think that like the brand is like the biggest... That's true. So, and, and I do have, I have her foundation and I have the Fenty foundation, whatever. Anyway, so I went, so I went to the website and I like, they had this thing where you could buy. And so it's, oh, so also like her lingerie line, it's like making a, a play or whatever for like the Victoria's Secret um, business. So it's like, it's like 
for like the people like it's mm-hmm. not super expensive basically is what that means and so on the website you could like they were having this insane sale for like new all the new people that were buying stuff because of this huge fashion show she did and i wanted to get a bathrobe <laughs> and i got one for $30 Whoa. which is like amazing and it's like a really nice bathrobe it's like full length and you could I mean oh, unfortunately most of the colors like the really cool colors were sold out like they you could get it in like tiger stripes or you could get it and like there was a really nice one that was like dark purple with like blue piping but I got one that was like a pale powder blue with like seafoam lining it's really pretty um and it was only $30 and then I when I went to check out it was like you have to just do you agree with being in like the Fenty club or whatever? And I was like, what is this? The Fenty VIP club. And I was like, I guess. And then I was like, I better read what this says. And there, and it was like, you agree that we can charge you $50 every month unless before the fifth, you, you opt out of it forever unless you cancel. And I was like, but I will get this bathrobe for only $30 and not have to pay shipping. So I'll do it. So it's sort of a scam. It's like an, you have to opt out. You have to opt out every month. And otherwise oh, every they, month? Yeah. So by the fifth. for the rest of your life, every month before the fifth, you have to say, no, I don't want this? Uh-huh. Well, I can I can quit. I can I can call the... They, there's like an 800 oh, number you can call to cancel. That sounds very sketchy. I know, but I mean, it's like Rihanna. I mean, and it's $30 <laughs> for a bathrobe. I mean, but it's a $30 dollar bathrobe. Yeah. And normally it would be like 60 or $70 and no shipping. I mean, it was great. No, was great I, if you if you put an alarm on your phone every month, And I then remember. the $50 it charges you is like <laughs> Rihanna bucks or something. It's not called <laughs> that. But it's like, I think it's like some sort of like. They it's just, like store credit. It's like credit or they like just or it might be like a subscription box or something. But you have to do it to get the like really good deal that's on the website right now. So I did do it. I'm going to keep on like wafting out of the $50 thing and then. But then maybe I'll like get rich and just like forget about it and just keep getting shit from (laughs) getting those 50 Rihanna bucks every month. My Rihanna bucks. Yeah. Uh, I wish it went toward your makeup too, but it doesn't. It's like. Oh, it's just interesting. I thought you were going to say like I joined an MLM by mistake or something. And now like, would you Brian like to buy buy some lingerie (laughs) or some concealer? I'm having a Fenty Rihanna party next month with all my friends. Well, that's what I'm doing. I have, I'm doing an MLM of my um, magazines. Oh yeah. We're just like trying to get people to take them. So, and I'll be at the top of the pyramid. Oh, and I watched that, that Kirsten Dunst show. I'm one episode behind. It is so good. And it just got renewed for season two. I know. It is so fucking good. It I'm is caught up. A, a dismantling of the capitalist system. It is yes. skewering. They're our... skewered. Yes, they are. The capitalists. <laughs> the capitalists. By Kirsten. Uh, she's our socialist queen. That's I mean, right. Bernie should leave Jane and marry Kirsten, and then I would vote for him I'm in the sure primary. I'm sure he would if he could. Yeah, I'm sure he would oh too. My God, I'm so sorry, Jane. Oh, I'm, his, voting for your, I'm voting for you, his Bernie. His shiksa goddess, Kirsten. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Jane. Jane. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So watch on becoming a God in central Florida. Thank you for listening to goop yourself. Wait, you didn't do yours. Oh fuck. No, it was the, the stupid, um, environmentally friendly mattresses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are on another podcast this week. Oh yeah. Uh, if you like movies, listen to two old Queens, which is hosted by my husband, John Flynn and Mark Rennie. And, the guests on the latest episode are Aggie Hewitt and Brian Rucker. It's us. And we talk about a Gwyneth movie. We talk about the talented Mr. Ripley and we talk about Gwyneth. We have to defend Gwyneth from evil, evil Mark Rennie, who doesn't think she's good in the movie. didn't think she's good in the movie. And we really go to bat for her, as yeah. we always do. Um, that's, so if our, you, that's the Goop Yourself guarantee. If you like Gwyneth, listen to Two Old Queens. Um, harass Mark Rennie on Twitter. No, I'm kidding. Wow. He's a really <laughs> lovely guy. Don't do no, that. He's very nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also listen to the experts, listen to high camp, um, join our Patreon. Yeah. And you have a show coming up. Oh yeah. If you're in LA, so this is coming out. This actually probably won't come out till Saturday morning. Oh shit. Um, but if you listen to this right away and you're not doing anything that day and you're in LA at seven o'clock, I'm doing a show at UCB, uh, sunset where it's not really a show. It's like a screening. We just watch 
2002's Chicago starring Renee Zellweger and then me and Greg Smith who's the host of the show we just like I guess we'll just talk about Renee that sounds really and fun so I know I'm cheating on Gwyneth a little bit talking about Renee but Ugh, you know it's okay my my late 90s Weinstein Queens That's I love right. them I mean only one of them is playing Judy Garland this year next year next year God, turn. yeah it's, it's just like an anthology <laughs> series of Judy movies where every who play Judy Garland actress yeah. from the 90s gets to play Judy Garland that sounds good I would watch every one of them I know you would Ashley Judd oh god I love would be Ashley great. Judd Ashley I mean, Judd would be really good actually she would be good yeah god I want Judy every year <laughs> another Judy a, a Judy a year a ju- oh that's my dream Hollywood uh well that was enough plugs okay so thank you guys for right. indulging us thank you for listening we will talk to you next week bye, bye. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.